Okay, Assalamualaikum and good day to all my dear listeners of iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Uh, welcome to Human Resource Development in today's installment uh, all about training management. And basically today we will learn about the role of the trainer, course management as well as issue and needs in training. Okay, so today, um, it's all about training management. Remember, we have already discussed the training process and the four main phases, namely the needs analysis, okay, if you still remember, design, implementation, and evaluation phases in the previous topic, okay? So, it is actually not enough to merely know and understand the training process and its significance. Hopefully, we have to be able to manage it well and effectively ensure that it can be achieved the desired objectives or needs. So today, um, in this installment, Training Management, hopefully we will discuss, adventure and explore the activities that need to be carried out to ensure that the training program that has been developed and implemented will go on as planned. Okay. Uh, listeners, what do you know about roles of a trainer? Huh? And what are the roles of a trainer in your um, organizations, perhaps? Okay, a trainer's role in an organization is not actually limited to managing a training program. He or she needs to take on a variety of roles to ensure that the training and development activities of the organization go on as planned. Uh, meaning what? Meaning after implementing the training program, he or she also has to take on other roles such as evaluating training needs, designing the program, evaluating its effectiveness, organizing the logistics, and managing the program and others. Okay, but to create an effective program, a trainer would normally work in a team. Usually, um, he or she will work in a team, big or small team, it doesn't matter, with each team member focusing on their um, roles. Nevertheless, there are um, cases where the trainer had to manage the program by himself from start to finish. A small organization usually has one officer only in charge of training. The success of a training program depends a lot on the trainer's efficiency and expertise in handling the program as well as, as its participants. Okay, according to the Simone Wenner and Harris in 2002, a trainer can play many, so many different roles actually, um, like uh, as a program's marketing officer, a need analyst, program designer, trainer or facilitator, or perhaps as program assessor. Okay, we will talk more about this um, topic today, all about training management. Therefore, don't go anywhere. We shall take a break for a while with this song from Awi Rafael.
Yes, you are now listening to iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Okay, welcome back to Human Resource Development in today's installment all about training management with me, Hazra Ahmad Sapudin, your DJ and producer for this segment. Okay, early on, remember we talk about um, roles of a trainer in an organization. So let let's um, take a look or. Um, more to know in depth about these roles of a trainer. Okay, needs analyst first. Actually, he is responsible for the activities or perhaps the training needs analysis phase. Next, as a program designer, he or she is responsible enough for the program design phase, including like hmm, preparing the materials and the equipment required. As a trainer or facilitator, he is responsible for the actual implementation or delivery of the program to the participants. As a program assessor, meaning he is responsible for the evaluating phase and activities. In addition, he has to prepare a report on the effectiveness of the program for the management. Next, as a program's marketing officer, well, this one is uh, pretty much responsible for promoting the program. Actually, it is a normal practice for him to be in contact with the manager and heads of departments or perhaps um, units to inform them of the training program. And he has, uh, he also has to recruit participants, some participants for the program. And lastly, as a training manager or officer, okay, all these um, are pretty much responsible for all the activities in the training unit or department. All staff have to report on the development and problems yeah, if there's any problems to him so that he can solve them immediately. Usually, the manager will be involved in meetings with the management and staff and responsible for giving reports on the training activities to the later. He is also responsible for the application of funds for the program. So you see, listeners, um, if we were to review the different roles, we would be able to connect each role with the steps involved in the training process. Nevertheless, in an organization, a trainer puts on many, many hats according to the size of the training unit or department in the organization. Because a large organization normally has a few staff members in charge of training, with one staff member having probably one or two roles only. But in a small organization, however, one training staff will take on different roles to make sure that everything will run smoothly as planned. Okay, um, in order to take on different roles efficiently and effectively, hmm, uh, a trainer has to be equipped with a variety of skills. Okay, if you want to know what are the uh, five categories of such skills don't go anywhere. We shall take a break for a while with this song from NVK featuring Ciara taking back my love. Oh, my God. 
Okay, thank you very much for still listening to iRadio OUM in Human Resource Development segment in today's installment all about training management. Okay, um, early on, um, I've promised to all of with you that we will talk about five categories of such skills okay now first we have training skills well this involves knowledge ability as well as capability to carry out all the steps in a training process for example a trainer has to know the theories and principles of adult learning uh, to enable them um, or to equip with a program that matches the level of the participants in addition to being able to do training needs analysis well in order to identify the training gap okay next is communication skills well of course communication skills is very important both verbal and non-verbal are sensitive towards the needs of participants are important um, in order to motivate them to continue learning Injecting humor and telling anecdotes will uh, liven up, okay, liven up the atmosphere. So, uh, writing skills are also important because the trainer has to prepare notes and training materials that are pretty much appropriate and relevant. Okay, communities. Uh, so we already know that um, training skills and communication skills are um, skills that. The trainer must have next is interpersonal skills okay the skills to understand the needs and requirements of an organization and individuals are also essential yeah, to ensure that all the needs are identified and addressed the ability to reach out the problematic employees for example can help in relieving and reducing their problems next skills that a trainer must have is computer skills okay this is also quite important actually very important today's trainer needs to have computer skills this is because most of the uh, most of the materials nowadays can easily be prepared by computer uh, materials such as participants notes slides and transparencies look more and more professional when they are produced by computer the information gathered during the evaluation phase can also be easily analyzed using computer next of course general skills okay uh, to ensure the accuracy of the need analysis broad knowledge other skills and abilities such as knowledge about the organization and industry involved as well as the market is essential so um, we already know that there are five skills can be summed up training skills communication skills interpersonal skills computer and general skills okay now moving right along about training management Okay, normally after a program has been developed, it has to be promoted to make the people aware of it and in doing so, recruit participants. You know, like promotions, announcements or notice on the aims, date, venue, conditions for participants and um, the deadline for application have to be, uh, have to be made. 
The normal practice is to send memos or letters to all the managers and supervisors, and then try to inform them of the program, and that they are to non to nominate employees under their supervision, because some organizations put up memos on the bulletin board, while some send out training calendars periodically for every employee's reference. So application forms. From the supervisor or the employees themselves will then be collected. The participants who are selected will be given um, notified when their letter of confirmation or memo is sent to them, and a copy is given to their supervisor. Okay, we will talk more about this right after this song from Bruno Mars, Grenade. Okay, welcome back to iRadio OUM Roaming Across Your Mind. Uh, right now, you are listening to Human Resource Development in today's installment all about training management. Okay, earlier on, we talked about training management, right? And um, normally, after a program has been developed, it has to be promoted uh, to make the people aware of it and in doing so, recruit participants. So, announcements or notices on the aims, date, venue, conditions for participation and the deadline for application have to be made. Okay, uh, to ensure that the training program proceeds smoothly, the teaching and learning materials have to be prepared and the equipment checked to ensure that it works. A good trainer would normally join in the preparation just to prevent any unfavorable events from happening. Okay, so in order to do that, as a trainer, you have to have your own checklist like teaching materials like uh, slide diskets, uh, transparencies, A4 papers, stationery, trainer's manual, training plan. Uh, you can have module paper, evaluation forms, computer, LCD and OHP. And uh, learning materials, you can have participants' notes, participants' files, A4 papers, pens and pencils. And you can uh, think about the activities before, during and after. Perhaps you can make any uh, announcements, confirmation letters and attendance forms. So, the trainer has to arrive early at the training venue on the day concerned and has to make sure that everything is ready. He or she can also have a chat with the participants while waiting for the program to start. Just to um, break the eyes and um, participants can get to know the trainer itself. Participants have to register by signing the attendance forms. This is essential to make sure that all participants are present and take part in the program from start to finish. But remember that the program has to start on time, okay? Um, and no excuses a trainer can make if coming late, okay? So begin uh, the training program with a good start and with confidence. 
it should be able to create a positive learning atmosphere uh, besides uh, motivating the participants to be actively involved throughout the program in addition the trainer has to has to be prepared to use different techniques appropriate to the conditions or environment at that time participants should also be reminded to always be punctual ha huh, so that the program will proceed according to schedule okay um things you should do at the start of the program like welcome the participants hey my name is blah 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 welcome to the training of blah blah blah, blah. and then start the ice breaking session okay and then try to explain the learning process aims and objectives make sure Uh, part- participants understand explain the logistics like toilet where is the location yeah telephone break and meals and use name or cards uh, name cards or tags explain the rules and expectations for the training and explain your role as a trainer okay so you see in addition the trainer has also to explain the learning aims objectives and activities of the training program so that Uh, the participants understand what is expected of them the regulations which are drawn up together have to be explained too participants also have to be informed of matters uh, related to logistics administrations and support services uh, available name tags as i mentioned have to be worn all the time for easy identification because a trainer couldn't remember Um, every participant's name so therefore you have to warn the name cards or name tags for easy identification and finally um, explain the role of the trainer okay that is a start but before you um before you end the program make sure you have reevaluated its contents and the training plan assess the learning motivated participants to continue learning and apply whatever they have learned at the workplace they also requested to review what they have learned from the program and share it you can try to share it with the other participants and then make sure uh, participants complete the program evaluation forms because that is also important okay after the program has ended the completed evaluation forms have to be analyzed feedback received has to be given due attention and all training records of participants have to be updated the final action to be taken is to prepare a report on the training program that has just ended besides implementing the monitoring process okay before uh, we wrap up this segment for today um, i will share with you some issues and trends in training but first shall we take a break for a while with this song
Okay, looks like uh, we've come to the end of this segment in human resource development in today's installment training management. But before we wrap up this segment, I would like to share with all of you about issues and trends in training. Now, do you know that there are many and many issues and trends that influence training in an organization? So as we briefly discussed in the first um, segment, okay, changes that occur outside and inside an organization can influence training and development. You see many external changes such as rapid technological advancements, globalization, government policies, economic situations of a country and also the legal system or needs may force the organization to make certain changes. So these changes may be reflected by the work policy or system which may force the organization to conduct training that is relevant. Okay, uh, let us take a look. Okay, what happened when the country was gripped in the economic crisis of late 1997? At that time, I was um, in Form 5. The government and Bangladesh Malaysia agreed to implement the merging process in the financial industry in order to stabilize the country's financial situation. So all the financial institutions were requested to merge to form eight main banks. Ah, as a result of the merger, workers from from two or three banks have uh, merged. One significant effect of this move is the computer system used to handle customers' transactions. Workers from other banks who joined the main banks need special training on the use of the system in case there are problems that can turn up later. All workers also needed a, what they call um, <laughs> some sort of a reorientation training to introduce them to the new management as well as the bank's new mission and vision. Ah, can you imagine that? This is important in order to get unified support from all workers to achieve the bank's objectives. Um, beside that, um, beside internal changes, on the other hand, may result. Uh, okay, internal changes, yeah. On the other hand, may result in customers' demands that are increasing, increasingly challenging. Restructuring changes in policies and regulations, new management. Uh, what else? Implementation of quality management system, use of new equipment, and many more. Customers' demands that are increasingly more challenging are among the changes that may influence and demand that the bank's services and work system be fast and efficient. You see, an organization may therefore have to re-evaluate again and adjust its current services and work system just to cater the customers' demands. When there are changes in the work system and structure, employees who are involved have be uh, retrained so that they can understand what are their actual duties and roles and can then carry out their work according to the new work systems and procedures so therefore they can uh, perform better right so there you go um, end of our segment in today's installment training management hope to see you Mother next week in topic 5 or episode 5 bye bye